0: Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing.
1: On the Range is brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. Hey, good morning. This
2: is golfer Jay Delsing. I've got, I'm reading my script that says my friend and longtime caddy John Perlis. I think I'm just going to say caddy from now on.
3: I've got a light grip on my driver and I'm ready to rip it. Let's go, baby. <laughs> that Let's was just go. a typo on
0: my part, James. Yeah, I'm So a, come on, on, come on. Yet. We got
2: to meet up over here. What <laughs> the hell? We formulated we formulated the show like around a round of golf, and the first segment is called the on the range segment. It's brought to you by Vehicle Assistance, eight six six. If your warranty is over or you need some extra coverage on any sort of vehicle, it doesn't matter. Give them a call today, and they will take care of you. Check out our social media. We don't know what it is. We don't care what it is. Pearl is in charge, and he is on top of it. Pearl, give us a little update.
3: I've got it handled.
2: Awesome update. Way to go, Pearl. All right. And we also want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at uh, Donahue. Uh, painting and refinishing. 314-805-2132 is their number. They do some spectacular work. The weather's getting good here in the Midwest. Call them inside, outside. It doesn't matter. First of all, they're great people. Second of all, they do excellent work. All right, John, I sat down with Craig Cam this week. What a cool dude. One of the original six at the Golf Channel. uh, There for 18 years. Then he went over as a... uh, as the chief communications officer for the LPGA Tour and really gave them a nice boost. He wrote a book. He's got a podcast. He's got a show on uh, XM, uh, on Sirius. He's got all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, so we got a neat interview uh, with him. But first of all, I got to tell you about a stat I found. You know how, how we are in stats. We are, well, close. yeah, we're in the ballpark on stats, right? Okay, so here's the deal. Who the question is this? Who's made the most money on the PGA Tour in the PGA Tour history without winning? And
3: well, I know how one of much the is guys it. That, I know one of the guys that had the most PGA starts without winning, and I think. Our good friend Jay Delsing is one of those guys with Bob Bobby Watkins, I think. So what Bobby was Bobby Let's had start. a hell
2: of a lot more starts than I did, but yeah, I was up there. I was up there.
3: Well, what were you? How many starts did Jeff?
2: I had about six hundred.
3: Six hundred, okay. And what was your total wins? Let's make a comparison. Let's see. I was. Um,
2: I think I was zero for six hundred, John.
3: I think okay, just about right. that. Mean, hey, me, mean, can you
2: just delete me, his microphone? Do something. Right, I didn't mean, I just, he know exactly and where this you, conversation was going. Of course he did.
1: Of course going. he did. And <laughs> he, he did. just throws it at you like, oh, I don't know uh, the uh, answer. We'd be, we
2: be, no, we be eating uh, know, breakfast just, on the road, and meet, and he goes, what, What did you win that tournament? I mean, like, oh, I know. Way to build your guy up, John. Oh, it was a faux pas.
3: That was a faux pas. What I meant to say oh. is how much money did you win over that period of time? I'm, I'm very sorry if I hurt your feelings. How much money did uh, you win? Not sorry.
2: Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I won probably I won probably a little probably, over
3: four. You, probably. That's like you used to talk about. I missed a six-footer, and we knew it was like 12 feet. Not probably. How much uh, did you win?
2: Uh, I, I won somewhere between four and four and a half million bucks.
3: That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's, you know how much I spent.
2: You want to know how much I spent over that period of time? Probably about eight. <laughs> I should that's have. Well, Pearly was he in was Hawaii in, waiting for you to show Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That 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 week cost me like five grand, me, because Burley was buying pina coladas for everybody he knew over there.
3: Okay, so six hundred and fifty events. Six hundred.
2: Six hundred. Six hundred.
3: Six hundred events. Yep. wow well, mean, he's a little testy over there. Uh, okay, <laughs> six hundred events, five million dollars. Now talk about Cameron Trigali. Let's make a comparison between past and present.
2: Okay, just under three hundred starts, two hundred and ninety-seven starts he's made. Half
3: of you, ha- half yep. of you. He's not. He's not half the man you were. No. Well, he's we got, know that. You... Well, okay. So, so am I making up for my? phone No, home?
2: no, you're not. Okay. You got a long way to go. And, keep, and keep, so keep money? heaping it how on me.
3: Money? I'm going to guess if he played half half the events and he hasn't won, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say he made as much as you, uh, but half the events. So five million.
2: He made thirteen point eight million.
3: That's a lot more than you made. As a matter of fact, if you spent, all right, five I think million, we should just
2: cancel the show. I, I I completely suck.
1: Searching for a new co-host. Hey, no,
2: I go and uh, hey, meet you. Ever done radio? Well, all right, all right. Well, all. Wait a second.
3: Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's take a look at that.
2: If, oh no, 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 if, no. What what,
3: if, what do you mean? If you if you spent substantially more, eight million, you said, which is three million more than you made. Had you made as much as he made, you would actually have five million in the bank.
2: Oh. Oh. La- la- I mean, I'm not laughing anymore. <laughs> so dumb. This whole, Who brought that up? Who brought the Cameron Tringali up? Well, that's going to wrap up the front nine. We've got the Craig Can interview coming up on the back nine, so don't go anywhere. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hello,
3: friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend
0: Jay Delsing.
1: Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In Southern Illinois, contact Jeff Klein at Mount Vernon TV and Appliance Center. The phone number is 618-242-1579. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts.
2: I am delighted to welcome Marie Davila to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie de Villa is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Wideman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. When my dad died and my mom decided she didn't want to live alone, Marie de Villa was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner. And he took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in. And there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie de Villa had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way The family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest.
4: When things come out of left field... Having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything. So we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101.
5: We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum,
0: bum.
2: Many of us have experienced back pain that interrupts our daily life and activities. Having been a patient at SSM Health Physical Therapy and seeing the one-on-one care, I can highly recommend them. Hey, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Do you wanna have a more consistent golf swing? Hell, I know I sure do. SSM Health Physical Therapy's golf program has Titleist Performance Institute certified physical therapists trained to assess your movement patterns, your mobility, and your stability to help make your golf swing more efficient and repeatable. They can help your golf game. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area, 800-518-1626, or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion.
0: Grab your clubs. We're heading to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic.
2: Hey, welcome back. Golf with Jay Delsing here. I, uh, I'm i your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Brad Barnes meets taking good care of us here at the ESPN studios. We're headed to the front nine brought to you by the Ascension charity classic, uh, this September be there or be square. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's going to be the spot for golf in the country champions tour event. Ascension is a, oh man, they are a community powerhouse and it is going to be a hell of a lot of fun. I just can't wait. Um, I, let's just go right to this Craig can interview. Uh, Craig um, was one of the original broadcasters down at the Golf Channel. Started in 1995. He's also the man of C-suite position, chief communications officer at the LPGA Tour. He also wrote a book, Can You Get Our Attention? It's a radio uh, golf show. He's got podcasts. Let's go to the first part of that interview.
0: Is it his time? There it is. Can you believe it?
1: Craig Can is brought to you by Golden Tee.
2: Craig, what's going on? And thanks for joining me.
5: Hey, first off, uh, the pleasure is all mine. It, it feels like old times, you know. I, I can't tell you how many times. You probably can't remember how many times I probably interviewed you back when I was at Golf Channel and you were out on the PGA Tour and we were talking about this finish or this topic or whatever. And now you got your own radio show, so... Um, Pretty cool. I'm
2: happy for you, and I'm really glad to join you. Oh my gosh, it's the pleasure and privilege is all mine, but and let me tell you this just about my career. <laughs> I didn't get interviewed by you nearly enough. I'll tell you that much for sure. <laughs> no, but so um, yeah. I, I I got first of all congratulations. I love prepping. I have some great guests on the show, and I I love prepping. And looking at some of your accomplishments, man, and I, I i mean, we met years and years ago. You were one of the original guys with the Golf Channel, 1995.
5: I know. It's uh, its a long time ago, and, you know, I, I still keep in touch with guys like Brian Hammonds and uh, Tex Van Pelt every now and again, and um, think back to the days with Jennifer Mills or Kelly Tillman or doing live tournaments with Mark Lye and Kurt Byram, and, Donica Pony, and all the names that you know that we had there uh, at the very beginning. I mean, Jay, you know this. I, I mean, you were blessed to play on the PGA Tour. It's a lifelong dream. I, I had a goal when I was a young kid in my house growing up in Chicago of being a sportscaster, being on TV. And uh, you don't know where it's going to take you. I mean, I broadcast games in my house, uh, in my bedroom, at seven and eight years old with a tape recorder and a microphone. And, uh, and I, I thought I wanted to be the – the next announcer for the bears or the bulls or the white Sox or the blackhawks whatever as a kid growing up in chicago in the end I, I ended up going to mizzou and and broadcast major and then tv and small markets like columbus georgia and uh fort myers florida then up to grand rapids Kalamazoo, michigan and lo and behold i get this opportunity to go to the golf channel um and I always remember the interview. I mean, Jay, they, they flew me down first class. Okay. And I was like, here I am this, you know, I don't know what I was 20, 28 year old guy, 29 year old guy, something like that. And they flew me down first class and they flew me back coach, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me to this day, but it's a good story. Right. So they gave me 24 hours to make a decision as to whether I wanted to be one of the original six on air personalities in the golf channel studio. And, uh, it was a no brainer. I mean, you, you're like, when do I get this opportunity? Arnold Palmer, uh, starts this thing with Joe Gibbs and, um, and I took it and I was there 18 years. Um, and I, I traveled the world. I flew in a plane with Arnold Palmer. I've been to Ryder cups. I've been to major championships around the world. I've, I've interviewed tiger woods in the locker room at Augusta national in 1997 when he won the master's, Um, I was in the studio the day that he hit the fire hydrant. I was the only anchor in the studio that day. I've been to the White House twice because of my ties to golf. I mean, there's just so many things um, that I'm blessed simply for that opportunity uh, to to start up the Golf Channel in 95.
2: Oh, my gosh, Craig. I can remember you reporting on-site mostly for the majors, but you guys were doing everything. Remember when the Golf Channel first started? People were like, wait a minute golf 24 hours a day who wants to do that (laughs) and look at what happened
5: i know i know it's crazy i remember my first interview that i ever did with a player okay i went to key biscayne florida for a pga tour champions event and at the time we had a show called golf today which is now back by the way but we had golf today and then we had golf central and they would not rerun stuff from one show to the next. They, they were like, you know, we're big time, and we're going we're gonna to do four different pieces each day. And, I mean, you're out there grinding doing this stuff, okay? And so, <clears throat> anyway, I, I drive down there. I've got a cameraman. And um, the first player that I bump into, and I'm like, oh, man, I've got to do an interview. And I've got I to do a couple of them with this guy because I couldn't run the same one, was Raymond Floyd. Now, you want to talk about an intimidating first guy to ever go up to and go, "Uh, Mr. Floyd, can I I grab a quick interview? So then I interview him, and then I go, all right, could I do that again for this other show? (laughs) And then I'm asking him, could I ask you a couple of other questions for this other? At a certain point, Raymond Floyd says, hey, I'm all in on the Golf Channel, but, I mean, you think you got enough already? You know?" (laughs)
0: It's like, uh, come
5: on, dude, let's
2: go. What? He's like, come on, dude, let's wrap this thing up.
5: Oh, it it was something. But, you know, the thing is, all the players on the PGA Tour and the PGA Tour champions back in the day in 95, 96, 97, um, they they made it happen. It wasn't just people like us that were, you know, on air or whatever. Um, If not for a guy like Davis Love III or Fred Couples or Jack Nicklaus, who obviously did tons of interviews for us, um, or, you know, Tiger I was there for the Hello World press conference in Milwaukee. You probably played in the event I in did. Milwaukee that year,
2: I really yeah. did, yeah.
5: I mean, do you remember who he played with? I can tell you who he played with. I
2: think he might have played with Skip Kendall.
5: He played with Jumbo Elliott and Jeff Hart. How about that for a blast? <laughs> he
2: wow. had to, oh my okay. gosh, Craig, he had to hit it 250 yards past Jeff Hart.
5: <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it couldn't beat Ed Fiori. <laughs> right.
2: At it, at it, um, you know? Quad Cities a couple weeks later absolutely. Oh my gosh.
5: Yeah. I mean, so, you know, really crazy stuff, but I remember I remember Payne Stewart who really befriended a lot of us and, you know, I mean, talk about devastating. We we could go down that path, but he, the number of times that he would say, "Hello, young man," and, and say, "Come on inside the ropes and walk with me." You know, you remember the old Maryland shootouts and stuff like that. I, I remember hosting one of them um, in Houston, and Payne Stewart was was in it that day, and he grabbed the microphone and was just like Payne Stewart always was, you know, and and he was fantastic. And but everybody treated us <clears throat> like we belonged, and I think the players know. I mean, you could answer this. The, the players knew that. If you guys played along, so to speak, it was great for your brands. It was great attention for you guys that you never had, Ben and women.
2: Oh, my gosh, Craig, 100%. Plus, you had the perfect audience in us. I mean, we bought in because we loved the game, and we were trying to grow the game and grow our brands, even though we didn't really know what a brand was back in 1984, or at least I didn't. But um, Right. You know what I wanted to ask you, Bud, because you've done so much cool stuff. You're an author. You've got podcasts. You've got a show on on Sirius XM and PGA Tour Radio. But as you look back and you know what you know now, what does the Golf Channel look like? Could you have done anything differently? And I mean, I know that's a that's always the question. If I knew, you know, now what I would have, yeah, I would have known. Yeah. Then.
5: Well, here, here, it's it's actually a really good question. Um, and I I wrote about this in my book, which is titled, can you get our attention? You can buy it on Amazon, by the way. Um, I I wrote a whole chapter on the golf channel. I wrote a whole chapter on the LPGA, but the book is really about, you know, a bunch of other things too. I weave my personal story and my personal career journey in with all the stuff that I teach and and preach in my corporate workshops and my speaking engagements and the things that I do now to, to make a living. Um, If I could change something or if I look back on something, and you know, they always say it's okay to look back, just don't stare. All right. (laughs) But I was i was one of the, uh, so Denny Schreiner was the first play by play guy at the Golf Channel. And the Golf Channel didn't have a lot of events when it first started. You know, they had a handful, sprinkling, smattering of events. And then they did some Canadian tour events. And then they did what was then like the Buy.com tour that then became the Nationwide and then Corn Ferry and all that. Now, So um, I did a handful of LPGA events with Donna Capone and a bunch of of the uh, what's now Corn Ferry with Mark Lai. So anyway, we only had uh, about 15 events. Then it jumped to 30, and I was splitting it with with Grant Boone. And That was Grant Boone, you know, his first go around with the Golf Channel. Well, I got called into the office by Keith Hirschland, who was the producer and a really good producer at Golf Channel. You should have him on your show, by the way. And and Tony Tortorici, who was my boss, and they said, Craig, we'd like to have one voice, one guy um, doing play-by-play. So this was about 2003. And they said, we'd like you to do all 30 events. Now, I've got twins, and at the time, they were like six, you know? Um, So 2003, they were born in 97, so do the math. And and then I had a younger daughter who was was two years old. And I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to travel 30 weeks a year. I mean, first off, I was honored. And then I thought, well, what am I going to do the other 22 weeks out of the year? And they said, well, you'll host Golf Central and, and work in the studio Thursday through Sunday. And, Jay, to be honest, you know, we all are at a different place in life at different times and different things matter more, and you start thinking about the ramifications and what would be and all that. And, and I turned it down. And I said, I just don't know that I can do this. And, and basically what you're saying is be away from your family 52 weeks a year. Uh, a weekend, sorry. Weekends a year. And, and that was really hard for me. And I look back now and I'm like, if I'd have said, yes, they probably don't hire Brian Anderson, right. Who's now on TNT and ESPN. I'd be like, he does everything. He's on March madness. One of the great announcers in sports. Um, and I might, who knows, I might be doing stuff on NBC or wherever, um, covering golf in that way. So that's probably the only thing I look back on, but, but my studio run and, and the host of live from, uh, for nine years or whatever it was. I mean, I, I have nothing to complain about. I was so fortunate.
2: All right, that's going to wrap up the first half of the interview, uh, but don't go anywhere, and it's going to wrap up the front nine, but don't go anywhere on the back nine. We'll get you the rest of that interview. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. 1-866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve.
0: Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Purick, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicklaus, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, Pro-Am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com.
2: I am with my buddy Joe Schieser from USA Mortgage.
0: Hey Jay, how
4: are you?
2: Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show.
4: Ah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years
2: since the very beginning. It's a great show and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company. So over a thousand families here in St. Louis Work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a a local company, please call USA Mortgage, 314-628-2015, and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available, and give you an opportunity to support a local company. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank you.
1: You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tee to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more.
0: We're halfway there. It's time for the back nine on Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance.
2: Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're headed to the Back Nine. Pearly is with me, and we are going to the Back Nine. that's it's brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. Ed Fogelbach is a great guy. He's got his family working at this agency. Call him at 314-398-0101 for any of your insurance needs, whether it's personal, whether it's corporate, this guy can take care of you, so give him a call. We are going to jump straight in to more of the interview with Craig Can.
3: Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that?
1: Craig Can is brought to you by Golden Tea.
2: In 2011, you decide to make the break. I remember talking to you at the time, and and uh, and you yeah. moved over to the LPGA uh, tour. And I gotta tell you, Bud, right this moment in 2021, I love what the LPGA tour is doing, and it's be. I really believe it's because of what you and Mike and your team did over there, starting in 2011.
5: Well, Mike Wan deserves the credit. I mean, I. You know, he started in 2010 and he came on a media tour to the golf channel. And they go, Craig, you're going to interview Mike Wan. I'm like, okay. So I interview Mike Wan. Now the thing was, and this is a longer story than we have time for, at the time I was working at Golf Channel four days a week. They'd made a bunch of changes because of Comcast and taken some of the salaried employees and made us independent contractors and given us a different type of schedule. So I had one day a week, and on that one day a week that wasn't my Golf Channel, I started my own business on the side, which has now become Can Advisory Group years and years later. At the time, it was HTK Media, and I was doing consulting work and speaking engagements and whatnot. And I gave Mike an HTK Media card afterwards, not a Golf Channel card. And I said, hey, look, you know, if you ever need anybody that could help with like, media coaching or, or anything with regard to consulting, I've done play-by-play for all the LPGA tournaments, and I, I know a thing or two about media coaching and have done that with athletes and coaches and whatnot, and I, I'd love to be able to help. And he goes, I'm good right now. A year later, I'm having breakfast with David Faraday, which is an experience in and of itself. When we were at the U.S. Open at Congressional, the year Rory won, and my phone rings, and it's Mike Juan who says, hey, Craig, Mike Juan. I'm like, hey, Mike. And he says, you're going to tell me to go jump off a bridge or, or pound sand, uh, or, or I'm crazy, but I'd like you to consider, um, or do you have any interest in, in potentially being the chief communications officer of the LPGA? And I'm thinking to myself at age, whatever, 43 or something, 45, you know, executive roles in sports. Don't just fall in the laps of guys who wear makeup and read teleprompters. And I'm thinking if I don't take this, I may never get this chance again. I I love TV, but I was flat burned out, Jay, to be honest. I mean, I, you know, doing three shows a day and everything and the travel and whatnot. And he offers me this position and, and I, thought long and hard I mean it was the toughest decision I'd ever made in my career and I decided to take it and it made me really uncomfortable and that's one of the reasons I took it was to stretch myself and figure out what else I didn't know and what I could learn and if not for that opportunity and spending five years with the LPGA and growing that brand and traveling the world every time Mike didn't want to speak I got to be the guy that, that spoke and delivered the message and coached the players on brand building and media media training and all that other stuff and I loved it. I mean, I loved being a part of that. If the PGA Tour would have offered me the same position, I probably would never have taken it because that tour doesn't need that type of help, if you know what I mean. The LPGA needed to rise and needed to create greater awareness and needed a better message and needed people to be able to share it. And that's what I thought I had a chance to be able to help and contribute. And um, it was a great five-year run. And I got to be on the communications committee for the Olympics in Rio in 2016. And I got to host all the press conferences at the Olympics that year. And then I decided to venture off and start my own company. And that's kind of where I am today. And and I don't think there's any way I could do that, Jay, if not for a golf channel. But mostly, to be honest, mostly an executive-level position, a C-suite job, at a professional sports league, running media, messaging, marketing for five years.
2: Oh, Craig! In 2015, the LPGA was a finalist for Sports League of the Year, done by the Sports yeah. Business Journal. I mean, that is such a statement for how far they've come, and there's still challenges over there, no doubt. But man, when you look at what the CORTA sisters are doing, and uh, just the brand, the style of golf that they're playing, it's uh, it's it's a good product.
5: You know, it's a really good product. Um, when I when I first started there, there were like 23, 24 events. Uh, when I left there, there were 33, 34 events. The prize money went from $40 million to over $60 million. Um, There were taped delayed coverage like 80% of the time or more when I first started. It was live about 95% when I left. Uh, Mike has done an amazing job, and obviously he's going to the USGA to be you know, the head of that organization. Um, I, I just, you you mentioned the Corda sisters. I mean, I'll, I'll take it a step further and talk about, you know, the international change, the Yanni Sens of the world, the NB Parks of the world, Um, you know, I'm all the players that I got to work with and help grow their brands. And I mean, frankly, you know, people, people talked about the Asian influence at first as though that was a bad thing. In the end, it's a great thing. And it grew the global opportunities for that organization to, to reach a wider audience. I mean, if you've never been to Asia to see golf played over there, the the women are rock stars and the Americans go over there and they are rock stars. And it's only a shame, honestly, but it's gotten a lot, lot better that the NB parks of the world is so young Youths of the world. Um, you know, that they, they don't get that same rock star status here in the U S because the thing about it Jay is they don't they don't just say sure Craig I'll help sure Mike I'll help they raise their hand and they say how can I help and it's invigorating it's empowering it's inspiring they're great athletes and they care they care deeply about the product and so it's really great to see all the successes that that tour has had and and I, I was there I was a part of the 2015 deal um just did a speaking engagement this week, and I always share the LPGA story and the, and the importance of brand influence and building a network of support and, and how we were able to do that. And flying to New York City to be at the Marriott Grand Marquis in 2015 when we were named one of the five finalists for Sports League of the Year. I mean, Major League Baseball was not a finalist that year. The PGA Tour was not a finalist that year, but the LPGA was. And while we didn't win that night, we won. Simply because of inclusion, when they played our story, our video in front of what two thousand people from all the networks and all the sports leagues, and they mentioned the LPGA, that was that was huge validation for all the work.
2: Craig, uh, and so just talk about this briefly because it's just a uh, it's connected to what you just said. You could we could not have picked a more global influencer to win the Masters this year. At all. I don't think there's any way.
5: No. Not, not a chance. Um, he, he's Hideki's amazing, first of all. I mean, like, so here's, here's the thing. On Sirius XM, I can't remember who said it. I think it was Carl Paulson. You played golf on PGA Tour when Carl Paulson was playing on the oh, yeah, PGA I know, Tour. I know the Paulson and brothers. He, <laughs> that he, he, he thought it was the most influential win to grow the game globally in 10 years. I think he's wrong. I think it's the most influential win to grow the game since Tiger won in 1997 at the Masters for what it does for the sport, the opportunity, the Olympics being in Tokyo. I mean, if, if the IOC or the USOC um, or the whatever, you know, um, the International Olympic Committee, you uh, the committee in Japan, we'll just use them. If they don't allow him or think of the merits of letting him walk in at the opening ceremony, wearing the green jacket, Jay, can you imagine that? Oh my Like gosh. how cool would that be? The, the rest of them wear their, you know, you know how they all have their uniforms for the opening ceremony, all the different countries. What let him walk in with the green jacket and let him light the torch to start the Olympics or let him carry the flag. Maybe both. Um, it's, it's massive. It is massive. And I, Augusta's done some great things. But, um, you know, giving the opportunities to Asian-born players to, to get over there and get qualified and all the things that they've done, uh, th- this is proof. And, and it really says that it was all worth it.
2: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. It was just an amazing win for golf. All right. So, Bud, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about, gosh, I don't know where you want to go next. You've um, we've got the uh, advisory (laughs) group. You got your 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 new book that's doing great stuff. Just came right out of the hop uh, in the top 30 uh, bestseller list. Um, You got your show on XM. Let's talk about the XM experience for a minute. Uh, Okay, tell us a little bit about your your radio show and what's going on there. Well,
5: I think the the fun thing about it is how it started. Um, I was just sitting around, you know, I'll be honest with you, Jay. When I, when I did go to the LPGA, I missed TV. If I had a dollar for every time somebody said, do you miss TV? The problem was I couldn't tell people that, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to these LPGA events and people recognize me from years on the golf channel. They're like, do you miss it? If I around all the people I worked with or around the LPGA players said, yeah, I really miss it. How, how would that have gone over? Okay. It wouldn't have gone over real well. Um, And, and yet, And Mike Juan used to, you know, he had a nickname for everybody and he would always joke around, here comes the talent, you know, and, and, and that was as funny as it was to some, it wasn't always so funny to me. And I know he didn't mean anything by it. Um, You know, we were (laughs) friends for sure while, while we were working together, doing all the things we were doing, but, you know, I, I did miss TV. I did miss the media. That's what I grew up. That was my dream. I, I loved every bit of the LPGA. I would never change course on that. I, I, I am forever grateful for that opportunity, but I missed it. And so when I, when I left the LPGA and started doing my own thing, I didn't know if I'd ever get into media again. And then all of a sudden I get this phone call from Jeremy Davis at Sirius XM. He says, Craig, would you have any interest in co-hosting a show with Chris DeMarco? He's been doing it for years. It's called, um, Uh, opinionated. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Well, he goes, well, Chris is going to call you. He's known you for years. I'm like, okay. So lo and behold, I I do this show once a week with DeMarco for about a year, a year and a half. And then DeMarco turns 50 and I'm thinking, okay, I'm done. But they had hired me to do fill-in work as well. And then John Cook called me and goes, hey buddy, I've got a show that I do once a week. And I know you're not doing DeMarco's show. Um, It's called uh, Connected with John Cook. Would you be my host of it and make me who's not really a TV guy or a broadcaster or a radio guy, make me sound better and help me with the show. And I was like, sure, I love Cookie. I, and I was there for four of his PGA Tour wins interviewing him. So I, I do that. And then I start hosting other things, and I'm doing the pregame and the postgame, and it's just kind of spiraled. But um, this year, Cookie's really busy doing his stuff with Golf Channel. He's got like a 30-plus week schedule, and he couldn't really fit in Connected. And they said, Craig, we want you to do Connected on your own two hours, seven to 9 PM Eastern on Wednesday nights. And so it's, it's just a great opportunity. I fill it with guests. I, um, I love interviewing people. I've always done, the, uh, you know, enjoyed that. That's my favorite thing. And, um, and I'm really enjoying it, man. I'm so fortunate to be back in the business and uh, having a voice, if you will, and a platform and, and, a chance to kind of make an impact and share. I, I just, it couldn't go any better for me.
2: Well, it's, it's great to have us still have you connected with the game. And, and, and I know that from, you know, my, my playing career is over and I, I still love being involved in the game just even to a little tiny degree like I am.
5: Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't ever leave you, you know, I mentioned the flying in Arnold Palmer's airplane, which is a, which is a great story. I mean, like he, he opened a golf course in Conyers, Georgia, right after the 1996 Olympics. And, um, so they said, Craig, you and this camera guy, Al Pollock. you probably remember him. They were, you guys are going to go fly up there and do a story on, you know, the opening of his golf course, you get to fly with him. I'm like, you kidding me. So we go and he's got, you know, his, his professional pilot. And then, but you know, Arnie always flew his own plane, but he had somebody there, I guess, in case he made a mistake or something. I don't know. (laughs) But, um, his late wife, Winnie, was in the plane as well and we fly up to Georgia and, uh, they drop us off and Winnie's going to, to North Carolina uh-huh. to their furniture deal. They had the Arnold Palmer collection and furniture. And then the plane would come back and pick us up four hours later when when the king got done, you know, doing the grand opening play in eighteen holes, and we get done doing the story. So at the end of it, he's done, we're interviewing some dignitaries. We get back, the plane's on the runway at this private little airstrip, and he's like, Let's go already. And so we're running, you know, we hop on the plane, we off we go back to Orlando. We land in Orlando, we go to the airplane hangar and, um, you know, dude, this airplane hangar is amazing. Okay. It's private. The floor is like mint. It's got the logo with the umbrella. I mean, are you kidding me? So, so he pulls the plane in there and I say, Mr. Palmer, thank you for a great day. And he goes, where are you going? And I said, sir, it's just been an awesome experience. I'm going home. He goes, the hell you are. And I'm like, huh? He goes, yeah. I said, well, what are we doing? He said, we're having a beer. And I'm like, wait, what? And so I call home, Jay, and I'm like to my wife, hey, I'm going to be a little late. She's like, why is that? I said, well, when the king says we're having a beer, you're having a beer. And uh, he pulls this cooler out of the back of the plane, and we sit around, and we're just telling stories. And like everybody else, he made you feel more special than anybody else in the room. That's just the way he was. I mean, I, I've got so many stories like that and great, great experiences interviewing the first lady, Laura Bush, and then getting an invite to the white house to go up to a holiday reception. And I mean, just so many, you, you talk about like little things that the game brings you. I'm standing behind Bob Schieffer and, uh, and Wolf Blitzer and uh, uh, trying to think of who else uh, just standing in line to go through security and, we get in, and I go up and introduce myself. I'm thinking Wolf Blitzer, Situation Room, the whole thing, CNN, you know. And, and he goes, heck with that. Let's talk golf. How you doing, Craig? And I'm like, wait a second. Wolf Blitzer and Bob Schieffer want to talk golf with me? Like, are you kidding? And it shows you the impact of the golf channel. It shows you the impact that the game can have on other people. And I mean, how lucky are we, right?
2: And that's going to wrap up the back nine and this portion of the interview. But don't go anywhere. Pearlie and I will be back on the Michelobaltron 19th hole. We've got just a tiny bit more of that interview, and then we're going to break it down for you. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
5: This is Bill DeWitt third president of the St. Louis Cardinals. And you're talking to Jay
2: Delsing. And wait, oh, sorry, what was the name of the show? Uh, Golf with Jay Delsing. Oh, go right, let me start <laughs> Hi, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you, as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. Proper posture and alignment can help you keep it right down the middle. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion.
1: Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In St. Louis or St. Charles County, contact Brian Probst at AAA Home Services. The phone number is 636-299-3871. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts.
2: I know you've heard me talk about Whitmore Country Club. I want to thank them for supporting the show again for the third year and tell you things are going great for them. There's 90 holes of golf when you join at the Whit- at Whitmore Country Club. The membership provides you access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. Cart fees are included. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. 24-hour fitness center is fantastic. There's two large pool complexes uh, and three tennis courts. Stop in the golf shop. You got to see my buddy Bummer. He is an absolute great guy that would love to help you with your game and love to show you around um, the uh, facility. He and his staff uh, run golf league skins, games, members tournaments, couples events. There's live music. There's uh, uh, great dining opportunities out there, outside, inside. Anything you and your family need, golf wise, fun wise, visit whitmoregolf.com or call them at 636. 636- 926
0: Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the Lou. The Ascension Charity Classic.
4: Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves St. Louis area families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
2: We are
5: farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
4: I want to
2: tell you about Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. My friend Colin Burnt runs the store over there, and he helped me buy a used Volkswagen for my daughter Jo when she turned 16. We've had the car for over a year. It's running great, it's nice and safe, and we've taken it there to get it serviced just recently. Pearlie that does the show with me just bought a nice Toyota truck from Collins. So I want you to know that if there's any sort of vehicle you need, anything at all, you can get it at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. You can call them at three one four nine six six zero three zero three or visit them at Dean Team VW Kirkwood dot com.
0: Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. All right, here we are in the 19th hole. This is Golf with Jay
2: Delsing. i got Pearly with me, and uh, Michelob Ultra couldn't be a better sponsor for the 19th hole, Pearl.
3: It definitely couldn't be, and it isn't. And uh, I'm about to tap another one here, so keep on talking.
2: (laughs) You got it. Hey, and the Tip of the Cap segment this week is brought to you by the Dean team of Kirkwood. My buddy Colin, his right-hand person, Brandy, will help you if you need anything. 314-966-0303. And our Tip of the Cap this week goes out to... Hamilton Hospitality. Paul, his family, and his team have been doing great stuff throughout the pandemic. We're trying to break through and get a little more capacity and take off our masks and get back to normal life. You can see them at Vendicette, uh Mississippi Eleven Eleven, 11 PW Pizza, Hamilton Steakhouse, but visit them and enjoy their food, and the tip of the cap goes to Hamilton Hospitality. I want to thank Colin Burnt and Brandy over at uh, Dean Team of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303 for presenting you the tip of the cap. All right, let's go to the conclusion of the interview with Craig Can.
3: Maybe.
0: Yes, sir! One of the greatest displays of courageous golf that anybody has ever seen anyplace.
1: Craig Can is brought to you by Golden Tea.
2: Craig, let's talk about the book a little bit. So, your book is called Get our Can You Get Our Attention? attention. Right. Yeah. So, tell me, first of all, why did you write this?
5: Um, so, as a kid growing up, I used to go to the library all the time and I'd buy like three, or not buy, I'd, I'd check out three books at a time. And I remember when I was a young kid, I always said, Yeah, I'm going to write a book someday. I didn't know what it was going to be about. You don't know where your life's going to take you or whatever. Uh, but I started thinking, I had this goal of writing a book by the time I was 50, I didn't nail it, I uh, slightly past 50, but, um, you know, I, I felt like I had a story to tell. Um, but I felt like I could give back to people and help them. So, so what I do, Jay, is now I, as I mentioned, uh, work with a lot of corporations and a lot of companies with their executives, with their teams, be it marketing, communications, um, a lot of sales teams, on how to present the best of themselves and how to present the best of their organization. And a lot of people don't know the value in knowing their story because we don't buy brands first. We buy people first, right? We buy connections. We buy relationships first. And then people get up there and they have a message to tell or a story to tell, but they got to be able to deliver it and a lot of people can write things down, but can they really share it in front of an audience? And there's such value in being able to present and being able to um, communicate and convince and connect. And I, I work um, on that with people all the time and I love it. And I give speeches with, which are tied to all of that and understanding the value of your story and the power of influence and the, the value of being able to communicate with people on all of that. So. I decided I was going to write a book on all that, all right? All the platforms, all the different things I do. But at the same time, if I was going to talk about the importance of storytelling and how people need to know who they are and why people should care, I felt like I needed to share my story as well. And so what I did was I weaved my personal journey in with all of my teachings, preachings, if you will, and the things that I coach and and speak about. And I, I weaved in my journey and my career and the importance for people to understand that no career path, yours, mine, anybody's is really a straight line. I mean, there's a lot of detours. There's a lot of pivots. Uh, look at the things we've talked about already. I mean, I'm in multiple TV markets. Then I get this golf channel opportunity. Um, I have like 10 different roles at the golf channel in 18 years. And then I get a call to be a chief communications officer at the LPGA. And then I start a business. Um, You know, I I wrote a blog years ago, 2009, sitting in the studio during a rain delay of the John Deere classic. And I determined at that time that I was going to fill my time writing about things that that could help people to communicate and present better. And so when I wrote that, I thought every blog post is going to be the potential chapter of a book. So when I decided to write the book, I already had a lot of the content. Like one thing I've learned is don't do anything in life, in your career that can't have value later. All right. So when I started my podcast tracks to success, I had it transcribed every interview, every guest. Why? Cause maybe I'm going to do a book someday talking about leadership and communication and tracks to success. And I'll be able to pull excerpts and quotes from all of that and write around it. I mean like everything you do, try to make it be a part of something else. So this book would, when we sent out a pitch to like 30 publishers um, with my agent, I didn't know if anybody'd even bite. I mean, it's not like the world was going, when's Craig can going to write a book, bro. <laughs> nobody, nobody does that. When's Craig can going to start a podcast. Nobody cares. You got to take ownership of it yourself. And so we did that. And five, I think eight um, publishers came back and said, we're interested. We narrowed it to four. We interviewed the four. and We picked up the, the one that became publisher of the year in the independent publishing business. Um, and, and the lady, Kathy Keats, who's the president and CEO, said, Craig, by the way, the title of your book is going to change. I go, no, it's not. She says, yes, it will. You wait. Just write the book. And I guarantee you the title will be different when you're done than it, than it was. And originally it was going to be called Broadcasting Your Story. And it ended up being Can You Get Our Attention? And, um, and that's what it's really all about, Jay, is can you get people's attention? We live in a world where everybody's talking but very few people actually have something to say. That's true. Um, We live in a world where everybody's got a marketing message. There's 247 of them a day on average that we're exposed to. But how many of them do you really remember? How many of them do you really pay attention to? And when you're in front of an audience, can you get somebody's attention to get them to stick around in a society where we're all distracted? Can you be the one to make people focus, stop, focus, pay attention, listen to what you have to say? And then most importantly, can you get – people to go share with other people. Hey, you need to go listen to Jay Delsing's radio show. Hey, you, you should have been there for Craig Kahn's keynote speech with this corporation of, in this event that I was at. You need to be able to get people to do that. That's the power of influence, the power of building a brand. And that's that's where it all is. And, and I think, you know, you deserve a lot of credit. You've you've taken your career and, and done certain things. And now you've got this opportunity, which is a platform for you to share your knowledge and your experience with other people. That's what we're all supposed to do is we're trying to try to help other people, you know, and give them successful opportunities as well. And if I can share some things, man, I'm I'm, I'm really grateful for that.
2: Uh, but I got to tell you, it is so. I sit here in my office and talking to you, and I'm like, man, you know, you. It's so easy for you to get me fired up. You've got to tell people, uh, let them know how they can get in touch with you. I've heard some of your keynote speeches. Uh, we've done a couple of deals together, and um, yeah, it's just fun. It's you're you're just a cool dude to be around. You got some phenomenal stories. Tell our folks how they can be in touch with you, how they can follow you, however you'd like them to um, uh, be in touch with you. Let's let's let them have it.
5: Well, first off, um, I'm honored and I'm humbled uh, by the fact that you just said that and that you would have me on your show. I I don't think in life we should ever uh, take anything for granted. You know, opportunities, making the most of them over delivering on them is what gives us other opportunities, you know. So if you can help somebody else out, it always seems to come back to you. Um, And then it's a matter of what you do with it. Um, People can people can find me on social media, Twitter at Craig can with two K's Um, LinkedIn love to connect Uh, Instagram at Craig can two K's all of that sort of stuff. I've got my website canadvisory.com, k a n n advisory.com. You can buy my book there. Uh, there's two options. You can buy it straight from Amazon, which helps me keep myself inside the top 30 on the Amazon bestseller list, or if you <laughs> want to Amazon, copy, go to buy Amazon, baby go to Amazon. What?
2: Go to Amazon. Let's go to Amazon.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have you buy it from Amazon, but if, if they want to buy it straight from me, I give people free shipping and I'll, I'll sign it and, and write something in there to them and they can get the personalized copy. You can get both of them by my website or just go straight to Amazon to get to get our attention. And, um, you know, I, I look, I'd love to find my way up to St. Louis, uh, more often, uh, to do things. My daughter's a, a sophomore, soon to be a junior at Mizzou. And, um, and I love the city. I got so many friends there. I'm actually coming up in, uh, in about a week, to uh, help my son move from St. Louis to Chicago for graduate school. Um, He's going to be a a doctor, so I've got to move him up there, and I'm going to drive my daughter back from the zoo to Orlando. So, brother, I'm going to be doing a lot of driving. But um, any opportunities to come to St. Louis means golf with you and maybe some speaking engagements. I'd love to do it, but I hope people will reach out. And and if I can help them in any way, um, whether it's coaching them on speaking or or building their brand for their organization, whatever it might be, I'd love to be a part of it, so I hope they'll reach out.
2: Hey, bud, thanks so much for the time, and we'll wrap it up with uh, M-I-Z.
3: Z-O-U, buddy.
2: All right, Pearl, give me something. What stood out? Boy, a lot of content there.
3: I'll tell you what. I'm thinking, how do we do another show on just some of the subject matter he brought up? I love the one of the original guys from 1995 Golf Channel. Back in the day when everybody said this was never going to work, right? Classic. Um, that his goal as a kid was to be a sportscaster. Love that. I'll tell you, a name popped up that he brought up: Raymond Floyd. And I know you got some good Raymond Floyd stories on and off the golf course. That that popped up. I'm interested to hear from you guys because I, I know it's a big deal that uh, uh, Hideki uh, won the Masters, but you guys really went into it's kind of next level win. So I don't know, Jay, there's three or four more things, but where do you want to go with this?
2: Oh my gosh. I think the thing I'm going to go to the part about sharing about how we talked about sharing. If you're smiling, we're all smiling. I, it's kind of like, almost like a personal mantra for me, Pearl. It's one of the things that I try to do. Um, you know, I try to be a positive influencer in my life and things like that. And, you know, without getting overly corny and all that other crap, I, I, I believe in that. And um, I I can remember, and what, what struck me when he said that is when I was playing the tour and I managed to wrangle this ugly face on TV every once in a while, everyone said, you should smile more. And I'm like, I'm not playing golf. They're like, your smile is is infectious, it's contagious, and it just... Seems like that's what you ought to be doing. I'm like, you wouldn't be smiling if you were hidden from where I was all the time. Sometimes there wasn't anything to smile but, about, but that's the thing that stuck out in my mind.
3: Well, I'll tell you what, though. When you had uh, me on the bag, my sisters would call up and say, what were you guys laughing about the whole time? So maybe it was the caddy you had on the bag, because when you and I were out there, there was a lot of smiling and having fun. And yeah, yeah. he said something like, if you're smiling, we're smiling. And you and I talk on the radio all the time. It's for our mantra would be more: if you have energy and show energy and display energy, then maybe the audience will uh, will kind of be energized by that as well. So I, I get that. On the radio, it has to be a little bit different. There's a lot to that. I just loved most everything that uh, Craig Kahn said. To be honest with you,
2: John, I've done my. F- fair share of public speaking, you're starting to yep. do more and more of it. And that part, that, that component's huge. I mean, nobody wants to sit up in front, uh, have someone stand up in front of them in a real monotone voice with kind of a dead-ass uh, uh, point of view and preach, for lack of a better word.
3: Yeah, well, nobody wants to hear it. And personally, I don't like to do it. When I can get into more of a conversation, storytelling, that kind of stuff, That that's when it's fun. And, and, and boy, is that guy got stories. You've got great stories. <laughs> Craig Kan has some great, great, epic history uh, blazing stories.
2: Well, when he started talking about Arnold Palmer saying to you, where are you going? You're not going anywhere. We're having a beer. I've experienced that personally. I'm like, you felt like you were the only person in the whole world and whatever he said to you was the only thing that mattered and you weren't going to move. And I've, I've experienced that's that with him before. It is, that is, I, I, I agree.
3: That's invaluable. Uh, that, that's the type of thing that you, you, you can't buy. That's, that's awesome. When he said that, I loved his tiger stories. I love the places he was kind of doing a where's Waldo type of a thing, you know, of, of all the little places that he was a part of, that were just epic golf in the last 20, 30 years.
2: Yeah, and it's also, you know, we can't, I can't, uh, and I want to wrap up with this, you know, he definitely had his hand in this push to elevate the LPGA Tour, and they're doing it. They, 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 they've got a great product. They're doing a good job.
3: Well, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm, always been a fan of the LPGA, but it's easy to be a fan now. There, There's a lot going on there that's, super positive and and super powerful. And I did not know. That was new to me from this interview. I didn't know he had such a hand in it. That's awesome.
2: So, uh, you know, Pearl, another show in the books.
3: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But way to go.
2: (laughs) Way to go that we made it through? (laughs) Yes. That's the way I look at it for the most part. (laughs) Well, thanks for being with us. And um, thanks for joining us. And stay tuned
1: next week for more Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis.